Evening prayer starts on page 21. Lord, I have loved the habit of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 49 begins on page 400. O hear ye this, all ye people, ponder it with your ears, all ye that dwell in the world. High and low, rich and poor, one with another. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and my heart shall muse of understanding. I will incline my ear to the parable, and show my dark speech upon the harp. Wherefore should where I fear in the days of evil, when wickedness at my heels compassed me round about? There be some that put their trust in their goods, and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches. But no man may deliver his brother, nor give a ransom unto God for him. For it costs more to redeem their souls, so that he must let that alone forever. That he shall live alway and not see the grave. For he seeth that wise men also die and perish together, as well as the ignorant and foolish, and leave their riches for another. And yet they think that their houses shall continue forever, and that their dwelling places shall endure from one generation to another, and call the lands after their own names. Nevertheless, man being in honor abideth not, seeing he may be compared unto the beasts that perish. This their way is very foolishness, yet their posterity praise their saying. They lie in the grave like sheep, death is their shepherd, and the righteous shall have dominion over them, in them consume in the sepulchre, and have no abiding. But God hath delivered my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. Be not thou afraid, though one be made rich, or if the glory of his house be increased. 
For he shall carry nothing away with him when he dieth, neither shall his pomp follow him. For while he liveth, he can himself a happy man, and so long as he doeth well unto thyself, men will speak good of thee. He shall follow the generation of his fathers, and shall never see light. Man that is in honor, but hath no understanding, is compared unto the beasts that perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth chapter of the book of Deuteronomy. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe, that you may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these forty years in the wilderness, to humble you and test you, to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, of mouth of the Lord. Your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these forty years. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to fear them. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, and a, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains of sp and springs that flow out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, in which you will lack nothing, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Here ends the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mag mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 47th verse of the 26th chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. And while he was still speaking, behold, Judas, one of the twelve, with a great multitude with swords and clubs, came from the chief, of pre chief priests and elders of the people. Now his betrayer had given them a sign, saying, Whomever I kiss, he is the one, seize him. Immediately he went up to Jesus and said, Greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. But Jesus said to him, Friend, why have you come? Then they came and laid hands on Jesus and took him. And suddenly one of those who were with Jesus stretched out his hand and drew his sword and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. But Jesus said to him, Put your sword in its place, for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. Or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father, and he will provide me with more than twelve legions of angels? 
How then could the scriptures be fulfilled, that it must happen thus? In that hour Jesus said to the multitudes, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me? I sat daily with you, teaching in the temple, and you did not seize me. But all this was done, that the scriptures of the, pro of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Here ends the second lesson. Together to us. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, our refuge and strength, who art the author of all godliness, be ready, we beseech thee, to hear the devout prayers of thy church, and grant that those things which we ask faithfully we may obtain effectually, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. Uh, I'm wondering, um, now, well, I have a theme for tonight. Let me start with that. And my theme is God has a better idea. And so we look at Deuteronomy, and we remember, like, each night since Monday, November 6th, when we started in, in this section of Deut Deuteronomy and started through it, uh, the med meditation leaders always reminded us that Deuteronomy, in Deuteronomy, Moses is preparing the people for entry into the promised lands. And in tonight's passage, he's exhorting the people of Israel to remember. The word is in uh, verse 2 of chapter 8, to remember. And the ten times in Deuteronomy, the word remember is used. And the, the second um, section, or the second thing you'll find ten times in Deuteronomy is not forget. So remembering and not forgetting 
I don't think they're a lot different, but they probably have a little bit of different meaning. But the main thing is that we remember and we honor God by obeying. So remembering it like 10 times, of not forgetting 10 times, interesting to me that the uh, the Ten Commandments. So there's there's things that are, they're 10 times important, I guess you would say. So I'm, I'm going to ask, do you ever wonder what would have happened if the people of Israel had remembered, honored, and obeyed? Um, Deuteronomy gives us a hint. While the people were wandering through the desert, being led by God, so they could, so he could test them and humble them, he did something that had never been seen before by them. It was food from heaven, manna. And in addition to being fed heavenly food, their clothes didn't wear out. In 40 years, they didn't wear out. I think it would probably be sensible to guess that they were 40 years out of style, but they didn't wear out. The other thing was their feet didn't get blisters or uh, they weren't, um, they didn't suffer like somebody who'd been walking for 40 years uh, on their feet. I'm sure they suffered other ways, but uh, those were three things that God did for them. And it kind of shows us, um, these are things they didn't, people didn't go into the desert and say, please feed us bread from heaven and make sure our clothes don't wear out and that our feet don't hurt or don't get blisters. Uh, those were things that hadn't been seen before. And in addition to all that, God conquered all their enemies to make room for them in the promised land, even though, as we remember reading later, there were giants in the land. So it seems God can give us what we need when we don't even know what that is. And what he gives us is, is better than what we ask for, because we don't even, we're not even, don't have the cleverness to even ask for it. What would have happened if the disciples had not abandoned Jesus? We get a, we know how it had worked. We, we know how it worked out when they did abandon him. We've, we've read that story a lot of times, but we get a, a little bit of a hint in verse 53 when Jesus said, or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels? Each Roman legion had 6,000 soldiers. So we're talking about a seven, a minimum of 72,000 angels that could have been called. Actually, he said more than. 12 legions, so more than 72,000 angels were right there. And um, one of my favorite songs in, in, uh, as my, in my time as an evangelical was one that talked about he could have called 10,000 angels, but he didn't because he had uh, a mission to accomplish, and it was a mission of love. So the point is that, that God has for us more than we even can imagine. And so we hold to the illusion of control. God asks us to surrender control. Diggory is tempted to sneak an apple from Narnia back to England to give to his dying mother in hopes of curing her. He wants her to be well. Later, Aslan describes the misery that act would have caused. And in the end, Aslan allows Diggory to take an apple to heal his mother. This apple will not cause harm because it is a gift from the creator of apples. It doesn't give Diggory what he thought he wanted, but it gives him what he needs. Diggory had to surrender control in order to receive the better gift. In the 15th verse of tonight's psalm, we're promised, But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. It is the gift that God knows we need. We know that God has the best idea for us when we pray the prayer for those we love, which is in the Book of Common Prayer on page 597. And we'll end by praying that, and then we'll move on to the intercession on page 590. So this is a prayer for those we love. And remember, it's, it's about God knowing what we need more than we know what we need. Almighty God, we entrust all those who are dear to us to thy never-failing care and love. 
for this life and the life to come, knowing that thou art doing for them better things than we can desire or pray for, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same, in his vocation and ministry, may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And the thanksgiving following that. <clears throat> to our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercies, for our being, our reason, and all other endowments of faculties, of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all the other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy Son, only Son, into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards thee. We bless thee for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, all the directions, assistances, and comforts of the Holy Spirit, for thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives, and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day beseeching thee to continue these thy blessings to us and to give us grace to show our thankfulness and sincere obedience to his laws through whose merits and intercessions we receive them all thy son our savior jesus christ amen finally the prayer for god's protection through the night in particular we beseech thee to continue thy gracious protection to us this night defend us from all dangers and mischiefs and from the fear of them that we may enjoy such refreshing sleep as may fit us for the duties of the coming day, and grant us grace always to live in such a state that we may never be afraid to die, so that living and dying we may be thine, through the merits and satisfaction of thy Son, Christ Jesus. Offer up these our imperfect prayers. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Aaliyah. It's just great to be with all of you. Have a great Thursday night. Thank you, Dean. Thank, Thank, Thank you, Bob. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good night.